every so often, I like to have the fan perspective on the show. So, host, author, reality TV star, Packers superfan Nick Vile is on the show today to offer just that, talking Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, Matt LaFleur, and everything in between. Let's get it started. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Touchdown! We're locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. As I mentioned at the top, Nick Vile is on the show today. He's back again. He's got a ton of great stuff. Um, Fandemonium is his sports show on Amazon with Lindsay McCormick, who's also an old pal of mine. He, of course, has the Vile Files which is a podcast on The Bachelor and relationships and all kinds of stuff. And he has a new book, Don't Text Your Ex. Um, And on their birthday, I think, is the full title of the book. But if you search like Amazon for Nick Vile, you will find the book. Um, All of that coming up. It is a winter Friday conversation, so we're not going to go super long. Um, But I I did want to give you all of that. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. It is up to all of us to make sure we're being our best selves. And you can't be your best self if you don't have the tools. And sometimes that is about motivation. Sometimes that is about focus. Sometimes it's about self-confidence. And sometimes it is about trauma or dealing with deep-seated issues in your life. Whatever it is, BetterHelp can help you be the best version of you. And that's what therapy is about. That's what BetterHelp can be for you. They have tools for you. If you want to be on camera, you can. If you don't, you don't have to be. They tailor it as as much as you want it to be tailored. So check it out. Give it a chance and be your best self with BetterHelp. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Get out of whatever rut you are in if you're in one. Or just get on track in the way that you can be. You can get 10% off your first month with the promo code locked on. Get that promo code locked on to get 10% off with BetterHelp. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Make your second listen, Locked On Sports today. My all sports show. Hello. We do the biggest stories in sports, the biggest, most important things that you need to know as a sports fan, and the take of the day. Follow Locked On Sports today, all in under 20 minutes, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. You've seen him on TV. You've seen him on YouTube. You've listened to his podcast. Maybe you've watched his new sports show, Fandemonium. Maybe you've read his book. Nick Vile is all over the place doing just about everything you can do to create content. I love it. Nick, tell me about this sports show. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, my friend Lindsay McCormick and I, you might know her. She uh, has been all over the sports arena for a long time with ESPN, SI. Uh, she used to be a sideline reporter for Auburn. But yeah, with uh, 
the platform amp where uh, we have live shows every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And it's mostly Packer talk is, you know, just because, <laughs> you know, me. Um, and we just, you know, cover all things NFL. We just kind of rift and I, it's mostly me complaining this year. So there's that. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. So uh, if you guys are dying for more Packer content, uh, check <laughs> out 6 p.m. Eastern on AMP. It's free to download. It's with Amazon and it's live. And uh, yeah, something to put on the, in, the back, uh, in the background. And especially if you want to start venting about uh, all things Packers, which I feel like a lot of people are doing these days. They sure are. And that's why I brought you in. That's, that's uh, part of why you're here. Definitely go check that out. Um, so I, one of the reasons why I thought to, to bring you on is, is I was listening to Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekinds and Aaron Rodgers talk about the future with Aaron Rodgers. And it sort of struck me, and this may have been a metaphor you used on the show previously, that the Packers and Aaron Rodgers were a couple that knows it's over, but neither wants to be the one to say, I'm out. And so they yeah. stay together two years longer than they should. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes breaking up is really hard, you know? People fear change. Um, yeah, I, who do you think is more afraid to move on, um, Aaron Rodgers or Matt Lafleur? Because I don't mm. think Brian Gutekunst is afraid to move on. I think that's a really astute observation. And as you were asking me that question, I was like, I wonder if he's going to say Aaron Rodgers or the Packers because I think it's two different answers. I think Brian Gutekunst, whenever is ready, I think he's ready. I think I think it would be much harder for Matt Lafleur. And I don't know, can you blame him? Like they did win two MVPs together. He's been really good. He's one of the greatest ever. Like if I'm Matt LaFleur, yeah. I mean, I think I like Jordan Love, but we'll see. It it, it is a, a difficult situation to be in. How how has your I know that last offseason you were you were ready to, yeah. to make this this move. I'm, I'm ready again. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna ask, how has this season changed anything, if anything? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I I'm definitely ready, and I think I'm. I've always been the on the uh, glasses half full when it comes to Jordan Love. Like mm. you know, uh, certainly when he played against the Chiefs, and and certainly moments in the preseasons, you know, there's a lot to like uh, leave us wanting more for sure. But like, I think I think we just, you know, the NFL, like everything else these days, kind of what have you done for me lately? We have. We, we're very impatient people. We're, we're wanting our first round draft picks to be instant performers. And, and right. nowadays you see, you see some of that with certain people, the, the uh, Nick Bosa's and the Justin Jefferson's and things like that. But those are like the one percenters, you know, mo mo half of the first round players bust, let alone like making, yeah, right. on, the, making on the fields as, as contributors or stars. And so, you know, I've always been optimistic about Jordan Love and, not to, you know, it was only a couple series, but there was a lot to love about Jordan Love against the Philadelphia uh, Eagles. I mean, yeah, they, no he just, he looked composed. He looked confident. He didn't look rattled. They were in the game, you know, like it was a game still. It wasn't garbage time. And he had two scoring drives. I mean, you know, Christian Watson did a lot of the heavy lifting there, but <laughs> he made some really nice throws. And I think there's still going to be some growing pains, but I thought it was I thought it was pretty uh, significant that Brian Gutekunst said, we've seen everything we need to see in terms of what, yeah. you know, in terms of Jordan love. And uh, Lindsay and I were talking last week and I just said, cause I, I think, I don't know, maybe it was you or, or, or someone, but someone interviewed some sort of anonymous NFL scout. And they basically said like, listen, this guy's in the building all the time. He's on the practice field. He's practicing against the number one defense. Like obviously game, Snaps help and they matter. 
But if they don't know what they have in Jordan Love by now, they probably shouldn't be evaluating talent for the NFL, right? Yeah. You know, I, and I, well, I think I think what what is really important too is that Brian Gutekind said we've seen everything we need to know from practice. We've learned everything we can learn from practice, but at a certain point, you have to grow through playing. You yeah. have to fail. You have to learn how to win games. I thought that was a really great point by Brian Gutekinds. And I think what, what heartened me through all of this is it's very clear. They have checkpoints. They have a plan for Jordan Love. They want to see certain things by certain times. And I think they're going to hold on to Jordan Love until the very, very end. Like Even if Aaron Rodgers comes back, I think there's still a chance Jordan Love is the guy in 2024. Like that's all still you, in you, play to me. Yeah, you but, have. But to. do you, but how big how how big do you think the opportunity cost is going to end up being of not doing it? Let's say last year. I don't know. Like I agree with you, man. Like what what were they going to do? Trade the two time MVP? This is the hard thing, right? You know, it, and uh, this season just didn't work out, man. Like, it's a, it's such a bummer season for so many ra- reasons. I mean, it's going to really piss me off when Tom Brady goes another Super Bowl when, they, when, they're, <laughs> when they're like, they finish, you know, nine and eight in the regular season or 10 and seven or right. something like that because the NFC is wide open. The number, you know, I think the Niners have kind of cemented themselves as kind of the, maybe the team to beat or the Eagles, I guess. But now the Niners have a quarterback problem. And like, you know, the Eagles are really good. They only have one loss, but. You know, I don't know if, you know, do, do do they look unbeatable? Absolutely not. You know, the Packers beat the Cowboys, you know, and then you got the Vikings. I mean, come on, let's let's be real here. Like, I mean, maybe it's their year, but like, I, I'm just saying in terms of the NFC, it's it, it's so disappointed that the Packers are having a down year and it's a bummer. I mean, you know, other than the that Detroit game really that was that was such that was a when you point. knew that it was just not going to happen this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, when you had so so many significant injuries, uh, Rashawn Gary being the most uh, significant one, and there are a couple of bad losses away of being right in this playoff race. And you know, if you any NFC team that makes the playoffs has a shot, you know, and that's that's a real bummer. What would that be the, the much out to your your Tom Brady point? <laughs> what would be the most annoying outcome? Mike McCarthy wins the Super Bowl. Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl or Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm listen, I'm a Mike McCarthy fan. I good for him, man. Like I'm I think happy. I'd be happy for Mike too. Yeah, I have no qualms. You know, we fired him, you know, he won us a Super Bowl. Um there's a street named after him. There's a yeah. I mean, like we Aaron Rodgers hasn't been to a Super Bowl since Mike McCarthy. You know, no offense, Matt LaFleur. I mean, sure. I'm just saying, like, we have no reason to to be frustrated at uh, Mike McCarthy. You know, he had a great run. Maybe it was time for him to move on, but uh, yeah, that won't bother me. And Tom Brady, that would just be annoying, you know, but, uh, and then the, who's the other one? I said, well, Brock Purdy, just because the 49ers winning it with a backup quarterback would just sort of be like, okay, so the Packers had Aaron yeah. Rodgers for all this time and the 49ers win with a backup quarterback. And I guess it'll annoy me less. It'll make me criticize Aaron a little bit more. I just, I don't, I, I think he cares about winning. I think he cares about his individual legacy more. Yeah. You know, I just, and I, maybe I'm wrong there and maybe that's an unfair criticism, but do you don't, is it me? I don't, I feel like there's no one really talking about, especially after this bears win. I'm just getting a sense that like Rogers is mentally preparing to retire. You know, he kind of gave me this, like, you know, when they, I think it was uh, we have the Christian Watson score and he kind of ran down the, and end zone and kind of troll the bears fans. And 
he seemed like he took a moment almost a little bit. Yeah. And who knows? Like maybe Rogers just has the foresight to say, I don't know what I'm doing. And if this is my last season, I want to take this in. That's entirely possible. But I don't know. I mean, other than walking away from a lot of money, uh, you know, I could see Aaron Rodgers being like, you know, I do have other interests. I do want other things, you know, as much as it would be fun to play with the Christian Watsons and Romeo dubs of the world. Like maybe is this like, I don't know, is this team really, are we going to be in Super Bowl contention next year? Maybe, I guess anything's possible, but you know, we see now that like, even if Rashawn Gary is back by training camp or he's activated week one, it's going to take him half a season to yeah, start he's not playing, be the same guy. you know, like, you know, Bakhtiari Jenkins, like they're starting to finally play up to their potential and it, it took some time. So um, I think there's still a lot to be excited about this roster. I think this uh, past uh, draft class has a lot of upside. You know, I think Kingsley and Akbar, we saw he has a number one pass rush win weight amongst yeah. all rookies. And you got some, you got some, a lot of first round draft picks in, in the top five and then you got Kingsley and Akbari. Uh, Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs, a lot to be excited about. Zach Tom, lot, I mean, even yeah, they if, might have hit a home run with this draft. Yeah, I mean, that's great. It's just amazing how bad, like, we should never draft a third round pick. We should trade it forever. <laughs> I don't care if we just trade down, give it away, or trade the pick to someone yeah, else. Get, yeah. get a fourth round pick. Just get a just to swap third and fourths. I mean, isn't it amazing? <laughs> Amari Rogers can't get through season two. We trade up for the guy. And then we got Sean Ryan, right? Sean Ryan, that's his name. Yep, yep, and yep. everyone's excited about him. People are just like, oh, this guy's going to compete for a starting position. And in his rookie year, there was a lot to like. Oh, he's just, you know, this big kind of, he's going to move the pile and run game. The guy was like, terrible in the preseason. We didn't hear him. And his claim to fame, his rookie year, is being suspended for six games for PED. It's like comical. It's like a curse. It's unbelievable how bad they are drafting third-round picks. It, it is, it is wild. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Like it's, it's not just Brian Gutekind can see there. It goes back to Ted Thompson. Like they've missed on basically eight straight third round picks. It's, uh, Eric it's Green, statistically you know? like Alex Green, highly unlikely yeah. for that yeah. to have been a thing. It's unbelievable. And then like the, the players they missed, you know, like, Oh my God. Right. It's, Jay Sternberger over Terry McLaurin, oh, that kind of God. thing. Right. It hurts. Do you think there's any chance? This is, I, tw I, tw I, I replied to your tweet and I said this, but I, it would be so cool if maybe if Aaron Rodgers in the room too. And I would love to know that if what Aaron Rodgers truly believes about, you know, Jordan love, you know, yeah. like he has an opinion. I don't think we'll ever really know. Uh, Cause he's only going to say nice things about Jordan. Right. And like, but it would be great if, you know, jo Rogers decides to retire. It's like, all right, man, it's time to hang it up. I got other interests. This team is, you know, the likelihood of us competing for a Super Bowl next year unlikely you know i'm gonna hang it up i got other passions and he goes into his press conference and he's just you know answering all these questions he you know a tear runs down his face he's like it's time to hang it up and and so and he says you know i'm ha i'm retiring because ultimately it's time for me to move on but i just want you to i just want packer nation to know that uh you're in great hands with jordan love i really believe this guy is going to be something special. And, you know, I also thought it was time for me to pass the torch and I didn't want to get away uh, in the way of any transition. And he kind of like paints this picture of, you know, not doing what Brett Favre did or not doing what, you know, some of these kind of leg le legendary quarterbacks have done. And ultimately, I don't expect Aaron Rodgers to like stop playing football just so Jordan Love can play, but it would be nice for him to kind of pass the torch and give Packer Nation his vote of confidence for Jordan Love 
And I think he would be really kind of embraced by Packer Nation as, you know, a guy who has been known as being kind of maybe self-centered or selfish at times to kind of like do this kind of what selfless act of, of maybe retiring just a hair before he really wanted to, but thought it was maybe just, it made the most sense given, you know, where Jordan Love is, is in his progression. And that would, I think that'd be a lot of fun. And then he comes out and, and crushes it. And then we, you know, start winning a lot of games and dominate the NFC North the next decade again. That would be, you know, that's my dream. I think so. If Aaron Rodgers retires, I do think he will do that. And I also even, think even if he's not sure, because I don't think Jordan, I, do you think, do you think, I he's, think even really... if he's not sure? I think even if he's not sure, he will say, you know, I think the Packers are in good hands okay. with Jordan Love and leave it at that. Even if he, I don't think he thinks Jordan Love stinks. Um, because it'd be it'd be weird if like Devondre Campbell thought Jordan Love was awesome and Aaron Rodgers thought he sucked. Either Aaron is either one of those guys is really wrong if that's the case, right? So, but I, I think he could do the same thing. And I, and in his heart of hearts, maybe he thinks he could in a trade situation blunt the impact of fan reaction. If he comes out and says, you know, if the, if he get let's say he gets traded and the the Jets, he goes to the Jets, right? He says, you know what? I thought it was time. The team and I agreed. It was time to move on. It was time to give Jordan an opportunity. I think the Packers are in great hands with Jordan Love. Ultimately, this was the best for everyone involved. I think he can sell that. And I think there are going to be a lot of fans who go, you know what? You're right. And the Jets bring send back Elijah Moore and first round picks and whatever. I There is a win-win scenario here. Yeah, I, 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 I completely agree. And unlike when I just very much rooted against Brett Favre uh, when he went to the Vikings, Short of Aaron Rodgers going to the Vikings, I, I right. could even stomach him going to the Niners at this point. I really could, you know. And if he goes to the Niners next year, I mean, they're definitely going to be the Super Bowl favorite. But who knows? I mean, we, yeah. you know, Packers, everyone thought the Packers were a Super Bowl favorite, and that sure. that didn't pan out. But um, yeah, I mean, if Jordan Love is ready, I mean, that's the big if. But at this at, at that point, I just want to get what I can get for for Rodgers. You know, if I can get a first round pick. Take that, you know, take that salary, big salary cap hit this year, flush out all that, you know, ugly dead money, and then really go for it, you know, see what we can do with Jordan and this young roster next season. Um, you know, like I could next, you know, if Jordan, if Aaron Rodgers retires this season and we get or retires or trades, I mean, if he trades them and we get some like draft capital and some maybe young players and then Jordan Love comes in and plays well, I, I could see us being like the Eagles of last year. You know, um, yeah, I think that's a good, that's a, a lot good, of young talent, reasonable expectation, a lot of bumps and bruises early on gets hot at the end. Maybe he makes the playoff, see what happens, probably get, you know, blown out by like whatever the top NFC team is. And then, you know, next year, the year following, I think maybe we could be a really contender, which would be very much in line. I mean, the parallels of Jordan Love and, and Aaron Rodgers it's really been kind of eerie, right? You know, we drafted Jordan Love in the same context we drafted Aaron Rodgers mm -hmm. in year three and a game that like the Packers are losing, but kind of still in it. A lot of the Dallas Cowboys, you know, Aaron Rodgers comes in and kind of, and people are like, oh, maybe this guy can play. Jordan Love comes in. All of a sudden people are like, oh, maybe this guy can play. And then, you know, let's say and if in two years, always starts like busting it out. Like it's, it's, it's it could be kind of a fast well, and then trade him to the thing. jets yeah. complete the complete the whole I mean, the narrative like that's the perfect and it's the, the perfect solution yeah the jets and the niners obviously are both like very good fits for for rogers it's incredible what the jets have done uh i see i could i just don't see rogers wanting to go to the jets i think he would rather go to the niners might as well go back to cali you know 
Yeah, I mean, certainly the the question is, what are the 49ers plans? I mean, with Trey Lance, do they still believe in Trey Lance? What's the future of Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't know how they can bring Jimmy Garoppolo back. So there's a lot. And, and the big thing well, hanging it, over all this is what does Tom Brady want to do? Because that, the 49ers yeah. might be able to sign Tom Brady outright and not have to trade anything for Aaron Rodgers. And that's probably for them the Absolutely. better solution. Get Tom Brady yeah. for a year, keep Trey Lance, and then have Trey Lance win, you know, or take over from Tom Brady in a year. That's going to make you mad. It's going to make me mad because they'll win the Super Bowl next year with Tom Brady, and it'll it'll be the worst. It, it'll um, be uh, it'll be a, 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 a bummer. Yeah, uh, that'll <laughs> that'll definitely be a bummer. Do you think there's how, any how way your, that how has your opinion of Matt Lafleur changed this year? That's a great question. Um, and I guess I wanted to ask you this because I know you you've also been tweeting. Uh, you know, I've throughout the season this like, you know. Rogers wanted McCarthy out, you know, for a variety of reasons. And yet he seems to be holding on uh, so much to the yeah. the old ways. I mean, Rogers has been pretty transparent in some of these interviews about like how beautiful the West coast offense is and how motion slows things down and blah, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And, I, and then I think to myself, like as much as like Matt LaFleur has stumped for Aaron Rodgers the past two off seasons, like you said, like I, what is Matt LaFleur's offense? I, I don't, I don't know. Because, it, you know, I'm tired of this team coming out uh, and looking like a well-oiled machine for the first three drives and then, like, disappearing, which has, like, happened so many times with this offense. And I can't help but wonder, I mean, how can you run two different systems? You know, I, it just seems, like, so disjointed. I feel like so much about offensive football in the NFL is about kind of momentum and fluidity and things like that. And when all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers wants to like do his thing, I, I don't know. I, I, and it just seems like if I'm Matt LaFleur, I want Matt LaFleur to want to move on from Aaron Rodgers, not because there's you know, nothing against Aaron Rodgers, but I want Matt LaFleur to say, you know what, this Jordan Love guy, I think he's pretty good. Some of my peers, you know, a la Kyle Shanahan, he's winning with like, you know, nobody. God knows who. Um, yeah. and I want to see what a Matt LaFleur run offense is where his quarterback is just like, yes, sir. No, sir. I'll do what you want. And like starts uh, slinging it. And, and all the times I keep hearing how Matt LaFleur can scheme open receivers and, you know, all the ways that like we see receivers running wide open against our defense. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see that, but, uh, unfortunately so the Packers don't get to play the Packers every, every, yeah, every week. But. Um, but I think there's, a, still, there's an interesting question of like, is Jordan love running the purest form of Matt LaFleur's offense better than Aaron Rodgers running this hybrid? I think there's I think, a, so. I think that's a real, a real question. I, I still probably lean toward the latter, but in a year or two, could the former be better? I think that's the question the Packers have to answer this off season. Right? I, I, I mean, that, yeah. And I, and, I, and then it's Jordan love plus whatever you're getting from Aaron Rodgers too. That's oh. part of the calculation. Yeah. Um, I'm still, listen, I, I, I definitely do not want them to fire Matt LaFleur. I still believe in him. I mean, the, you know, it's weird thing about this season is this defense, this, this season went almost exactly how we thought minus like the injuries you can't predict, except that the defense is dog shit. Sorry, excuse my language, but it's, 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 it's crap. You know, we, the whole going into this season, it was like our offense is going to struggle. There's going to be growing pains. There's going to be bumps in the road and our top five defense or whatever they're going to be are going to carry us through. And they just never did that. We lost a lot of close games that we needed our defense to stop up. We needed players like Jair Alexander to make some plays and not get beat, you know, on third and long against the Washington commanders when their quarterback was throwing off their back foot in the face of pressure. Yeah. With and, his eyes you know, closed. Like, 
Like, what is up with Dry Alexander? Like, I absolutely hate his attitude and his body language. He he he's walking around like he's like, you know, Revis Island. And like, court, bad quarterbacks are not afraid to throw at Jair Alexander. Point to point. bad receivers. To bad receivers. We just and, saw that in the Bears game. And like, yeah, Jair, you can like say all you want how these are trash receivers. They're beating you, dude. And like, I don't care if you get a garbage interception at the end of the game. Like, like earn your money and like stop mouthing off or whatever. Like I just, I ha- absolutely hate his attitude right now. And I, and I love his swag. Like I, I just want to, if you're going to do that, back it up, you know, don't become an average receiver with a, uh, an average D back with a big mouth. Like it's just, it's become very frustrating to see him get beat so many times and have average quarterbacks, not be afraid to go after him. Yeah, you need you need that swagger to to play defensive back in the NFL. It's one thing to do it when you're winning, and it's another to do it when you're losing yeah. and and not playing great. And that's I mean that's just like the whole thing in the NFL is you have to be able to you know thread that needle. That's a hard that's a hard needle to thread too because you want these guys to bring that juice. You want them to bring the energy and the confidence and all that stuff. And there it's but it's it's definitely a fine line. All right, Nick. Uh, last thing for you here. Um, as we look toward the rest of this season, this is the question I've been asking everyone who comes on the show. What are you, what are you holding on to? What are you looking forward to? What do you want to see? What are you excited to see the rest of the way? Yeah, uh, the young receivers for sure. I, yeah. I, I am really hoping Romeo gets healthy, and I'd love to see Christian Watson and Romeo on the field together because I really think we have something special in both those guys. It's been really exciting. I've been like on Romeo's you know bandwagon since training camp, and it's been fun to be. I think right about that. And Christian Watson really worried Packer fans uh, in the beginning of the season with some of these injuries and some mm-hmm. of these drop passes, but wow, did he, has he really shown his potential? And that's super exciting to land two potential pro bowl receivers with a lot of athletic upside in the same draft. That's super exciting. And then I'm just like waiting for Joe Barry to get fired. You know, <laughs> whenever that happens, I'm here for it. And Ugh. I just like at this point, because you have to, right? You have to fire him. I think, I think you probably do. Yeah. You can't, you can't invest this much draft capital and be this bad at defense. You just can't, you know? So, and I don't think they should dry, dry, fire Brian Gutekunst, but like, Hey man, you know, someone has to be held accountable for how just mediocre this defense is and how bad they are in, in critical times. And given how much draft cap- capital you've put in, put in, it just like, we have the playmakers or on paper, we have the playmakers and how can the Niners be this dominant defense? And we're just like a defense that no one is afraid of. It just makes no sense to me. And it, like, it's something has to change and please fire Joe Barry right now. Well, that is a great place to end on all of this, Nick. I appreciate your time and we'll talk again soon, man. Always a pleasure, Peter. All right. Thanks to Nick for joining the show. Always great to talk with him. Today's episode brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You don't have to play against other people. You don't have to play against the Sharks, the experts, the Sharps, whatever you want to say. You have to play against a number. Prize Picks, they pick a number. Let's say Aaron Rodgers passing yards. And you decide if you think Aaron Rodgers is going to throw for more or less passing yards. Grab Aaron Jones rushing yards, put those together, and bang, you've got a prize picks lineup. It's Daily Fantasy made so easy, and you can win up to 10 times your money. So go to prize picks and use the promo code locked on to get 100% deposit bonus up to $100. They're just going to give you money. You put $100 in, they will give you $100. 
It's a wonderful thing at prizepicks.com. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Make your second listen Locked On Sports today. My all sports show. It's the biggest stories in sports. Plus the take of the day. Our network of experts get you set for the day in sports to give you everything you need to know on the biggest stories every day. It's great. That's what we do on the Locked On Podcast Network. We give you the big stories every day. Check us out on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. All right, back next week. We've got Trey Wingo coming up on the show next week for Expert Tuesday. Uh, hopefully more interviews to come next week um, as well. We've got a crossover, of course. Travis Rogers, Locked On Rams, Lily's out on Wednesday. Our live show on Friday. So much to do. So little time. And uh, it's, it's um, football back. Football back next week. Enjoy your Sunday off if you have one. Um, and otherwise, miss Packer football. I'm sure a lot of people are. So follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, not this week, but next week, you can do that on our Locked on Packers YouTube page to stay Locked on Packers. <laughs>